At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the Los Angeles City Cast with Danielle Alvari, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome into your Friday edition of the Los Angeles CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Danielle Alvari, and uh, unfortunately, my WNBA uh, success has stuttered a little bit. I don't want to say halted, but I did go 0-3 on Wednesday, so do with that what you will. Fortunately, there were no games on Thursday for me to get messed up in, but there are six games on Friday, so plenty of things for me. And I also realize it's funny because I was preparing the show and of course we're going to talk about the Dodgers and the Angels the Dodgers in action against none other than the San Francisco Giants a great great rivalry and then of course Mets at Angels also going on on Friday so we'll get into that on this show first but I definitely spend more time on the WNBA and I don't know what to tell you it's the favorite child and despite going 0-3 I'm still in the positive for the season in the WNBA um, and I think the favorite child is the favorite child that um, makes the most money that's how it works right uh, I am not the favorite child in my family but uh, that's neither here nor there uh, my point is that you guys know I love the WNBA so we'll also get into that because there are five games on Friday and one on Saturday that I will be attending yes I have secured the tickets so we have a great segment coming up with our guest Daniel Mattia uh, WNBA guests discuss all the games going on on Friday and uh, lots of great insights for that so far the bets that I have placed for Friday again went 0-3 on Wednesday, so take this with a grain of salt. But I'm going to go back to the well on the sky and say sky plus 5.5 at the sun. Now the sun will be more rested. They are at home. You will hear this in the WNBA discussion with Daniel Mattia. But 
Uh, I'm going to go Sky here. They keep these games close, if anything. So if I'm getting five and a half on the defending champs, even coming off of that, that rough loss to the Mystics by two points, why did I take the Sky money line instead of the spread? They covered it. Let's see if they can cover this versus the Sun. Should be a great game, actually, of all the lineup. And also, I'm going to take the over on that as well. Sky Sun over 162. And then Liberty Fever... Under 158 and a half is what I have so far, counting on that Liberty offense to not play as well as they did last time, that's for sure. But that's that's not what I really want, because we all want to see Sabrina Ionescu continue to thrive. But we'll see. Maybe it'll be an under. Uh, and then Storm minus two and a half at the Wings as well is something I've locked in. Looking for the Storm to bounce back in a big way because they have not looked like themselves lately. But you know those Wings are really feisty. Not as feisty at home, though. Before we move on to talk about baseball, let's look at the Los Angeles Lions. The Dodgers still 2-1 to one to win the National League. Minus 360 to win the NL West and plus 350 to win the World Series right now. No odds up, unfortunately, yet for that game versus the Giants. And then as the Angels side of things, the Angels are 12 to 1 to win the American League. I wonder if that has anything to do with that 14-game losing streak. But at least that finally was snapped on Thursday night. The American League West, the Angels are 6-1 to to win it. Behind the Astros, who are now minus 910. That is ugly. It's almost like just play the Angels because the World Series odds for the Angels now, you really got to scroll. They're 25 to 1 right now on Bet Rivers. As far as the NBA, because we do have a game four going on on Friday evening, Warriors at the Celtics again, and the Warriors getting four points here after their loss on uh, Wednesday or Tuesday? Tuesday? Yeah, well, you guys get the idea. They're down in the series, and the Warriors are plus 143 money line. The Celtics minus 175. The total 213.5 for this one. So just a hair higher than we've seen lately. That's interesting. And the unders have been so good in this series. So maybe it's worth a look. You can find all these odds and more at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Now let's get into some baseball action as promised. So the Dodgers on Thursday evening, uh, Pretty interesting decision by the White Sox, Tony La Russa. Maybe you saw this, which was funny because he actually made a cameo in one of my recent TikToks where I was talking about how it was pretty surprising that the Angels fired Joe Madden kind of not out of nowhere. I mean, they were in the midst of a very long losing streak, historically bad losing streak. But um, it was surprising, at least to odds makers too, that he was fired before Tony La Russa because of his perhaps, you know, management of the White Sox lately. And it was in full force and uh, being highlighted very well in this Dodgers game because he called an intentional walk here. And then Max Muncy comes up and homers in the next at bat to uh, seal the game for the Dodgers there. I mean, even Freddie Freeman said that he's glad they did it because. It got Max Muncy back, and Max Muncy talked about how it boosted his confidence. So, um, Tony La Russa helping baseball players, just not the ones on his team, unfortunately. Now, the Dodgers are against the Giants on Friday at 7.15 p.m. The Dodgers come into this game with a 37-20 record overall. They've won two games in a row against the White Sox now. Uh, on Thursday, they did fall behind early, so it was not an easy go of things. But they ended up scoring 11 runs, and, you know, they covered the run line. That's what we care about on this show. The Dodgers... Do have the best offense in baseball, third best pitching staff, at least in terms of runs given up. 
And they're going to be facing off against a Giants team who has struggled a little bit lately. They are 30 and 26 overall. Remember, these are the two teams that had, what, 106, 107 wins last season. The Giants just barely edging the Dodgers out in that category. But as of late, the Giants have lost two of their last three games. And on Thursday's game, they committed four errors. So... Ideally, they fix that up, shore that up. But um, nevertheless, the Giants are still averaging five runs per game. They haven't really been electric with their offense this this so far. As similar, actually, we're kind of waiting for the Dodgers to light things up sometimes. We've seen glimpses of it, but not really gotten the bats really rolling yet. On the mound, Walker Bueller for the Dodgers, the righty. And then Jacob Junis, right-handed pitcher for uh, the Giants here. Junis is 3-1. and one. Uh, so far on win-loss, and 2.51 ERA, 0.93 whip. And Walker Bueller coming off a not-so-great performance, so expecting him to look a little sharper in this one. He's 6-2, and two, still on the win-loss. 3.84 ERA and 1.31 whip. Not necessarily what we'd like to see from Mr. Bueller, but I do think that we'll see a better performance here, and I do think that we're going to see an under in this game. So I lean under in this Dodgers game. Dodgers unders and Dodgers run lines, that is what I like to bet when I can get them, and I think the under is going to be the way to go for this one, especially after that high-scoring White Sox game on Thursday. As for the Angels... They had the Red Sox on Thursday, and after losing 14 games in a row, a streak, mind you, that was the longest ever for a team with a reigning MVP on their roster, the Angels are finally back in the win column. They beat the Red Sox 5-2 on Thursday, and it was all due, really, to their MVP, who does both pitching and hitting. Shohei Otani pitched seven innings of one-run ball against the Red Sox. Of all teams, too. The Red Sox, a good team. And then delivered a crucial home run. And I loved this, actually, uh, graphic they threw up on the screen here. His exit velocity of his home run, 104.4 miles per hour. And his fastest pitch, 101 miles per hour. This is not normal. This is not fair. Uh, except for apparently it is because they're still losing with this MVP on their roster. But he saved them. He dug them out. Baseball is so much more a team sport than basketball. It's not like he can just go out and uh, be LeBron out there. But uh, this is pretty close. This is a pretty close performance. Uh, to be fair, Shohei's been struggling a little bit. He, I mean, he was coming off of allowing nine runs and in nine innings over his previous two starts. But he limited the Red Sox to six base runners, and he kind of generated 18 swings and misses from them as well. So much better improvement. And against, again, the Red Sox, who have won seven in a row heading into this game. So not a shabby performance at all. He's also the first pitcher to hit a go-ahead homer while his team was trailing this that late in the game since his teammate Noah Syndergaard for the Mets uh, back in 2016, which was actually a game at the Dodgers, Mets-Dodgers. So uh, he's in good company. There's something about these Angels pitchers. But unfortunately, the Angels skid means they have a lot of ground to make up. Only three teams have ever made the postseason uh, despite a double-digit losing streak. The 2017 Dodgers, which, like, come on. The 1982 Atlanta Braves, and I'll take a pause for anybody who wants to dive deep into this trivia. 1951 New York Giants. Yeah, thought that was a football team. Uh, none of them dropped more than 11 straight. So this is truly going to be rarefied air if they can go from this to uh, their postseason, obviously. The Angels are now three games below 500 and two and a half games back. Um of the sixth and final playoff spot in the American League. 
They have the Mets on Friday, 6.38 p.m. Pacific time. Tyler Meagill uh, pitching for the Mets, coming off of the IL, actually. His first action since May 11th after being sidelined with some biceps inflammation. I, too, have that, so I completely relate right now. Uh, mine is from Orange Theory, but it's, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. Tyler, right now, 4-2 and two on the win-loss, 4.41 ERA and 1.13 on the whip. But again, first action since May 11th. Actually, when him and Scherzer both landed on the IL in May, since then, the Mets have gone 13-7. and seven. So, did they miss them? No, they did. But, I mean, they've been able to basically stand on their own. And... All that to say, I think you can count on the Mets' offense in this game if you can't count on Tyler coming up back off of this injury. Uh, for LA, at least at the time of this recording, undecided for their pitcher. They haven't announced a starter, expected to recall someone from the minors. The Mets are putting up 5.1 runs per game, second in the league. Mets money line. It's probably not going to be super favorable necessarily. Um, also lean over in this one. Obviously, pitcher coming off of the IL, and it's not exactly an ace for the Angels either, but... The line is going to reflect that, so keep it in mind if you want something with a little more value. Uh, that said, there's plenty of WNBA action also going on on Friday if you're into that kind of thing. And we're going to talk about all of it next with our guest, Daniel Mattia, a great women's basketball better and a great wealth of knowledge. So we'll get into those games next right here on the Los Angeles CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Baseball is here and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least $25 and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. Welcome back into the Los Angeles CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm still your host, Danielle Avari, and very excited to welcome in our guest, Daniel Mattia. You can find him on Twitter at drmattia. He's a WNBA writer. He does content for her, her Hoop Stats, bets for Spread the Floor Betting, which is also a podcast by Her Hoop Stats, I believe, that's betting related. Yeah. Uh, so you know I had, to bring, I had to bring you in because we were just talking before we started recording about how we uh, see each other's bets on Twitter and want to make sure we're on the same side <laughs> of things. So uh, tell people how you got started in the betting space. Base. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really funny trying to bet other things and realizing I have no consistent, I'm, I'm not good at this, right? Yeah. So <laughs> bad at betting other sports. And then I find WNBA, which I already watched. And then I see some lines and I'm like, well, this is, this is interesting. Like, I wonder if I can use my data modeling skills for this. So I started putting together a basic data model skill or data model for WNBA, which, you know, hit at a pretty great rate last year. But, you know, I was looking at Twitter for like some people who also do insights and then uh, come across your page. And I'm like, wow, like she she's actively betting on every game. Like she's putting out her plays. And I'm like, I got a set of tweet alerts to make sure that I'm not uh, I'm not wrong. Like she she knows what she's doing. And uh, I mean, you obviously hit at a pretty successful rate and you're very knowledgeable about the sport. Um, then women's college comes along, uh, super successful there, uh, using like somewhat of an offshore book, uh, before a game started coming to like FanDuel and Caesars, which is really awesome because it's great for growth of the women's game and, mm -hmm. uh, needed way better data. So got in touch with Aaron Barzilai from her hoopsets.com who does incredible stuff. Uh, definitely recommend signing up, uh, started working for them in the content space. And then now we just launched spread the floor. Uh, so we're doing, you know, basically a free model, giving out all our picks that are data driven, uh, 
going through all of that the WNBA season and then it'll go behind a paywall come a college season and let me tell you the college season is uh, very very profitable and I expect it to be for at least the next five years based on kind of the lack of parity especially in like the non-conference mm -hmm. schedule uh, I think of the model that we have officially posted on the site went around 68 percent during the tournament um, so it's just awesome stuff that he's doing and I'm happy to be a part of it and of course thanks for having me on yeah, of course. I mean, Women's March Madness this year was actually so much fun just to watch. I didn't even need the betting involved, but I started to get involved around the Sweet 16 because, like you said, the parity issue. So I was like, those early games are crazy. The spreads are like 20 plus points. They're just complete blowouts. But once you get a little bit further in, then you're able to actually get some decent action. But the games are actually so fun to watch without, which I think is so funny because we're sitting around talking, a lot of people at least, I'm probably included in this, that the NBA Finals have been a little like not very fun to watch. So the WNBA has definitely provided me a little bit of relief from that. And we're lucky because we have five games on Friday. But before we get into those five games, I know that you have some MVP action. And I always want to know what futures tickets people have because I uh, do not play the futures market because I have no patience for it. But it's, it's a great way to make a big buck. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I've won one future in my whole life. And that was the sky last year. Um, me too. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, I when, did you, when did you take your ticket? So I got it at plus 550. I, I know okay. you got something way better. Um, <laughs> no, I think I, I think I was like plus 750. And that was right before Candace Parker came back. Yeah, it was like, I, I think I did like mid, the mid run where they won like seven in a row. And I was like, this mm -hmm. team just is super well balanced. Uh, I didn't know Kalia Copper was going to like explode in the playoffs like she did. But uh, that's the only future I've ever won in my life. One for probably like 15. <laughs> um, but I got to keep it going this year. And, uh, and so I can't see the, the future lines here in New York, but, um, you know, looking on, on uh, the Internet and then talking to a buddy mm -hmm. who saw him on Bet Rivers in his city. Uh, we saw Kelsey Plum at plus 6,000. And I was Crazy. like, absolutely. Uh, love watching her play one. Uh, her numbers are insane. And it hasn't gone to a guard, and I want to say like six years. It's been going to a post player uh, consistently. So I think that... That one aspect can definitely help. It doesn't help that they kind of split the vote with her, Asia, and, of course, Jackie Young, who's been phenomenal as well. Mm -hmm. But at that number, it's uh, just insane value. I tried to place $100, but uh, Bet Rivers only approved 13 So, mm -hmm. um, you know, what are you going to do? I think it's around, like, plus uh, – I think it went to, like, plus 1400 the next week, and I've seen some places, like, plus 800 But – yeah, I know you were sharp. They got uh, they got their eye on you. I guess, uh, you know, I'll take it. But besides that, I know I tweeted about uh, the Mystics at at plus uh, twelve hundred. I think just mm -hmm. for a little bit, and then I put I put a nice little nice little chunk of change on Aces plus three fifty. It's down to like plus one forty. Just to have it. They are. I was telling people that's like the Alabama ticket. You yeah. just have to have it. I mean, they they are statistically one of the best offenses of all time, and their defense isn't too shabby either. I just worry about the depth and if they can stay healthy. But uh, love what Becky's doing. Love watching that mm -hmm. team. Uh, I mean, if people don't have you know WNBA league pass already, it's twenty five dollars. You know, go go get it. Uh, if you're in Vegas, go to a game. They're super fun. Uh, tickets aren't expensive either. I think I sat front row last season for like twenty five dollars. Yeah. I know. We were actually talking about how I'm looking at tickets currently to go to this Aces and Sparks game that's in L.A. on Saturday. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be my first in-person WNBA game. So Ooh. I'm very excited. Let's go. Um, 
But yeah, Becky's been incredible. I mean, obviously named WNBA coach of the month in her first month as a WNBA coach. And it was funny because when back when she was coaching with the Spurs a couple of years ago, man, might be four or five now at this point, and she got a promotion or something where she moved up a chair or something. So then it was around the time of the Beyonce Lemonade album, and I was like, it's Becky with the good chair. So that's what I've been calling her since then. Um, but she's just been lighting it up with this team. That joke is for free, you guys. I just had to, to replug it. I feel like not <laughs> enough that. people heard it the first time I made it. I didn't, so that's um, great. <laughs> but yeah, so Becky's been incredible. Kelsey has been so fun. I think I've already said this on my show before, but my brother texted me last week, said, who's your favorite player to in the WNBA and I said for what like for what to watch her or to bet on what and he's like just who's your favorite player to watch and I was like Kelsey Plum it's Kelsey Plum right now she's incredible she's doing incredible things so that's such a sick ticket that you have on her at 60 to 1 uh, yeah. I'm jealous but I just uh I wanted the Mystics ticket but I think I'm being stubborn that I didn't get like the 20 to 1 on the preseason yeah. Mystics ticket but I should probably just grab it because at Bet Rivers it was fifteen to one, but two weeks ago down to ten to one, now nine to one. So maybe I should just cut my losses and grab that because I do like the Mystics a lot. Yeah, it's uh, they have a super high floor, and then their their ceiling is, I mean, I mean it's very high as well with Atlanta mm -hmm. uh, Deladon. But you know, health is always going to be a question. I think they're doing a good job of, you know, not not making her travel for road games. Uh, they have a pretty pretty nice model of her just basically staying on the East Coast. Um, yeah. Hopefully riding that out. Uh, it's a longer season this year, uh, longest it's ever been, so from 32 games to 36. So hopefully she's ready for the playoffs. Uh, but, I mean, the rest Would of the team Would you not look at good. an MVP for her for that reason? Because for me, it's that she's not going to be in a lot of these games. Oh, yeah. I, it's a, That's a waste, waste of a ticket. Um, <laughs> I don't know why she's on... I mean, she's probably going to play, you know, just a little more than 22 games this year. I mean, at 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 the most, I think uh, she's already missed, I think, five. She'll probably miss this next game, uh, assuming that she didn't come back in the second half, at least last game. So um, mm -hmm. makes me worry a little bit, but they're still a dominant team without her. Yeah. Well, let's uh, talk about the Friday games. Let's get into that. And unfortunately, the first game we have to talk about is the 10th and 11th offensive rating teams here in the Liberty and the Fever. And I'm still a little bit mad with the Fever because I feel like I always miss the train. Like I've been, I've been like tooting their horn from the beginning. I call them the baby Fever because they're just they have this young, fun talent. And it's like every game that I bet on them, that's when they don't cover. Uh, but they are only five and what nine, five and seven. Yeah, five and nine ATS right now, facing New York, who is five and seven uh, against the spread. But of course, we know that Indiana is also a really fast-paced team, so I'm expecting to see a high-scoring game whenever they're out there. They fight until the final minute. This could also be said about the Liberty, uh, but the Liberty struggles so much at scoring that it's almost impossible to bet overs on this team. So, where are you at with this game? Well, I I think the month of June has showed us a lot with the Liberty, especially just having moving Sabrina off the ball. I know Miles, uh, who's been on the show, talked a lot about um, mm -hmm. you know, how different it is with with her, uh, with Crystal Dangerfield, Dangerfield coming in and, and alleviating some of that ball handling pressure uh, off of Sabrina. And I mean, I was I was in uh, in person the other night at Barclays and, and seeing the kind of zone that she's locked in when she's healthy. Uh, it is, it's a dangerous team, especially now that they got uh, Marine Johannes back, and if you don't know who that is, for for listeners, like just go watch some YouTube highlights. Oh my God! Uh, I didn't, I didn't. I saw Miles let us know that she was going to be healthy and available. I was like, what does that mean? Uh, it it means that I, I'm definitely, definitely leaning, uh, leaning Liberty in this one, depending on what the number is. Really? I, I, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, well, 
just in the last uh, four, in the month of June, you know, Liberty are three and one against the spread. Uh, only one and three uh, over under. I had the under in that other game. Thankfully, Sabrina set out the fourth quarter. She only missed one shot in three quarters. Um, <laughs> so that was rough. But Didn't she say after? That's so annoying. <laughs> I mean, she said a bunch of things afterwards. She's, she was in great spirits, obviously, after putting, yeah. putting up that game. But uh, on the other hand, you know, the fever after, you know, they had that, that first bump after firing uh, Marianne Stanley. Um, they put up 96 mm. against the Sparks. Uh, but, you know, I thought something would kind of change because they're, they're still losing a lot of games but playing at this incredibly fast pace. Uh, mm-hmm. They went from, I think, eighth in the league last season uh, to number one in the league and still have the, like, bottom two offensive rating. So it, it's not working, but they're, they're still playing the exact same style. I couldn't believe they didn't cover uh, against the Sun um, last yeah, night. That blew my I mind. I had them first half on, on Wednesday. I had them first half plus eight, and they lost by 10 in the first half. Yeah, so I, oh. I I try to stay away from fever games, but I, I just like where <laughs> both these teams are. Uh, and If you follow any of the players on Twitter, uh, you'd see that today they had a lot of issues traveling back, uh, like I think oh. four-hour delay. Um, and so we've seen how that affects certain teams. It affected the Aces playing at Washington earlier this year when they had a crazy travel day. But um, to me, it's their defense is, is the is where I I lean on picking overs because they they had about uh, seven straight overs earlier in the season. Um, the fear, yeah. uh, they're the problem with them, uh, especially like last night. If you had the over in that Sun game, um, they're shooting like thirty six percent over their last four. Uh, mm-hmm. They've given up under eighty twice this season out of uh, yeah. twelve games. Or, that's right, 12 games, right? Yeah, but the team total over on the other team usually. Yeah, so that's that's where I'm looking. I think, uh, I mean, I set, I set kind of numbers for myself. Like the Liberty team total is around 80. Uh, I'm going to take it. Um, teams are scoring an average of eight more than their usual average uh, against oh, wow. the Fever. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, they've given up less than 84 twice this season, so. If something's got to give in this matchup, there are two teams going in different directions. Uh, I have to bet on the Liberty offense, though. Is that I, what we're talking about? I think you do. I think you do. You trust Sabrina's hot. You're going to ride with it. Uh, Beck Allen has been a game changer, especially defensively. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm – I'm. Uh, I mean, I bet the Liberty team total under in that Minnesota game because they, they've only scored over 80, uh, I think, twice this season. Once was against the Sun and then uh, once against the Fever. Um, but now they now they scored twice or three times twice against the Fever, so um, I don't see why it should change. Uh, mm-hmm. This Fever team just can't play defense. So yes, you will have to be betting for the Liberty if you uh, if you're riding with me and the data. But uh, you know, to each their own. So here's here's what I'll say. I like that you pointed out that the Liberty have been doing a better job of covering just as of recently. Because if you look at the overall, that doesn't necessarily paint the picture. For this Liberty team, we know they started out with some injuries. They're still continuing to deal with those injuries. But at the same time, I would say that we were all surprised by the fever at the beginning because we expected them to probably not be as good as Mm -hmm. they are. We were surprised by the Liberty because we thought they would be better than they are. So in terms of the value here, I think you're going to get better value on the Liberty right now because everyone's so down on them. Yeah. I I agree. I mean, I guess uh, here in New York um, and just being being around and uh, seeing the – the people that I follow on Twitter, I think a lot, my side is very, very high on them. Um, and obviously what you saw in person. So 
it's it's uh it's gotta be hard to set these lines i feel for these bookmakers yeah no i don't feel that bad for them though <laughs> uh let's talk about the next game because this should be a good one sky and the sun which wow. i always crack up with the team names here too but we have the sky versus the sun here 4 p.m pacific time start here and the sky of course the defending champs which have not really looked like a defending champ so far but that's kind of how they looked last season too then we have the sun who get whooped by the aces the first time out and do not like it are not happy about it two days later get to play them again and get it done they looked relentless in that game so now I feel confident that we actually have a top two teams in the WNBA. Yep. It's not just the aces sitting by themselves. Uh, so what do you think we're going to see in this Sky Sun matchup? I, I do think it's going to be the, the best game of the night for sure. Uh, yeah. The the Sun are the Sun are mind-blowing if you if you watched them at all last year because uh, they were the bottom team in pace yet, you know, still dominant. Uh, led the, mm -hmm. you know, had the best record in the league. Um, now they're one off the best record in the league, but they're playing at an incredibly fast pace. I think they're fourth in the league at 82.7 point uh, possessions per game, and they're putting up close to uh, close to 82 points per game. Um, that might be wrong, uh, but the last four games averaging close to 90, 89.1. They have just been. I mean, they played Vegas's pace and sped them up, um, but. The Aces couldn't stop Alyssa Thompson, John Quill Jones, uh, Jasmine Thomas going out with an ACL injury really hasn't bothered them that much. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's hard. I, I'm very high on the Sun, especially at home. Uh, they've lost two. The numbers always back the, the Sun. Yeah, I mean, last 24 <laughs> regular season games, two losses. Uh, I think the spread will probably be close to like two and a half, three and a half, which I'm, I'm more than happy to take the sun with. Uh, I I have no idea what happened. I was out of town when they uh, when they lost <laughs> the Wings at home, but the Wings have also like won some crazy games that they are you know double digit dogs in, uh, for example, you know on the road. So the Wings are like the probably the biggest variable next to the Fever when when looking at yeah. uh, the entire season, but. Uh, and then the playoffs last year, of course, getting knocked out by the Sky. That's some extra motivation. Uh, mm. They only won, uh, the Sky only won one game in uh, Connecticut, but they went on to, uh, they won the game one, which is like that double overtime, Courtney Vandersloot, second uh, playoff triple-double ever, 18 assists. Uh, that is not going to happen again, uh, let's mm. hope. I mean, betting odds are not, you know, so um, I don't see them going into Mohegan Sun uh, and playing at the same rate that uh, the Sun are playing. That crowd is great. I've uh, been to a couple games there, uh, especially on a Friday night. Um, to me, it's it's going to be a great game. I think I might even get a better line live if I wait. Uh, yeah. And do you think the Sun, what do you think the line will be for this? Obviously, when this pod comes out, we'll have a line, but what do you think? Mm. Uh, I hope it's around two and a half to three and a half, mm -hmm. but I could see it getting all the way up to four and a half. Wow. And I'm, I'm comfortable playing it uh, at that level, especially coming off a, uh, for Chicago, coming off a loss in D.C. Um, they got two more road games this weekend because uh, they play in New York on Sunday, mm. uh, which I bet they probably already, you know, might be looking ahead thinking uh, like that's a win. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel really, really strong looking at the sun, especially in the last month, because uh, even losing that game at Vegas, that, that's a that's a crazy travel schedule they had, you know, going East Coast to West Coast, playing like four so games, games in six days. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. And it's it's interesting because I had the Sky money line in that Mystics game on Wednesday and they lost by two. And Candace Parker was obviously upset about that. But I really went against one of my own rules. So live it, learn it. The Sky have not been covering. And yeah. so if you're going to bet on them, take the points when they're getting points because they did cover the spread, but they I had did. the money line. So. Well that line opened at minus one uh, the night before yeah. and I was texting somebody thinking like, I, we what? should jump on this now, um, you know, for the mystics, but I waited mm -hmm. and then I saw it get to three and a half and I was like, ah, I'll just wait, get it live. I think I got like 13 and a half and 11 and a half for the sky, but wow. I got, I saw a plus 1100 out there. And I remember like, you know, saw your tweet, of course, at money line <laughs> at plus 140 or 160. And I'm like, 1100 is, I mean, this is not crazy. Uh, you know, Deladon is out. They're down by 17, but why not? Let's throw a little flyer on at plus 1100. And I was so hyped when Candace tied it up, but uh, of course, there's a foul the next play. Just terrible. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think it was a foul, but uh, yeah, definitely. None of us did. None uh, of us with the with the sky did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do like your point. Like, if you if you feel confident about the the money line, you should take the points just in case. Yeah. What's well, too For bad? the sky. For yeah, the exactly, sky. exactly. I don't, I don't recommend that all the time, but for the sky, unfortunately, because I was like, oh, maybe the sky will upset the sun, but I was like, not falling into that trap again. So yeah, um, I would definitely look to the sun in this matchup as well. And it's just so hard because I get frustrated with the sun because they statistically are doing so well. They've increased their pace a lot, but they've also increased their turnovers so much. So I just know that's going to be an issue for them. And the sky are a team that capitalize on those turnovers better than some other teams. Yeah, I, it's... I, I feel like I haven't seen enough of Clea Copper, like, kind of dominating mm -hmm. it. Um, so, I mean, like... She just got back from Spain, you know. Yeah, I mean, which... You can relate. She was you were just back from Europe. <laughs> I know, right? That's why I, I'm, I'm not, you know, hitting at the, the same rate I am. But I I think they're, they're still kind of uh, working out the kinks, too. Emma Messamin has, has been uh, pretty solid um, at yeah. filling in that four role. Azrae Stevens is shooting a lot more from the outside. And, and of course, you have, you know one of the best players the league's ever seen in Candace. So it's that if they did win, I wouldn't be like too surprised, but uh, at Mohegan Sun, I, I don't see it happening. I haven't found home court to be huge in the WNBA. Do you think there are certain ones that you would factor that in more so? Yeah. Everyone talks about Seattle, right? But uh, <laughs> I mean, good. I mean, they're been pretty horrendous against the spread. Granted, they've had some injuries, but yeah, I mean, if you look at that, that regular season record over the, the last two seasons, like only losing two games, uh, I think you got to hand it to Connecticut there. I mean, I don't know about their record against the spread um, at home. I, I should have looked that up, but uh, just to win straight up. Um, to at me, home this year, Connecticut, three and three. Uh, against the spread? Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I remember That's... betting on... I mean, one of those games was a fever that just wouldn't, like Kelsey Mitchell just would not go. I was there live. I think I was like, someone said they saw me just holding my head every time that it was like 12 and a half. The line closed at 16 and I was like, oh, this is great. Uh, but That's what you get for betting on a 16 line. <laughs> well, no, I, I got it at 12 and it opened. And then, of course, I'm like, I learned that lesson. Let me take, you know, the fever plus 16 uh, yesterday. And, of course, uh for whatever reason, they made zero field goals in the last uh, four yeah. minutes. So, yeah. yeah. That'll happen. So, yeah, three and three <laughs> against the spread, but I think they get up for a big game. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh, 
Storm and Wings, 5 p.m. Pacific time. The Storm have been so unreliable, as you just alluded to, in terms of covering the spread. They had health and safety protocol issues for a couple of those games, so I'd like to kind of throw those out. But this team goes with Brianna Stewart, mm -hmm. and they were having turnover issues in their most recent game, in which a game I was like, oh, this is the team that does an incredible job at taking care of the ball, and then it just completely falls apart. Now they have to face the Wings, who you again mentioned. The Wings and the Fever are the trickiest teams to bet against the spread because they will surprise you. So where are you at with this one? This one is so hard. Um, <laughs> this one's I'm, so hard. I like, it shouldn't be, though. Right? It should be Storm by a mile. Well, and it should be an over by a mile. I mean, you look at their yeah. last last year, I think they had they played back-to-back -back games, or they played three games. Two of those were, one of them was over 200 total points, and one was at, like, 197. Um, but now, I mean, it makes no sense that the Storm are so good defensively. I think they're number one in our defensive ratings at herhoopsass.com, but their mm -hmm. their rebounding is is not great. It's, it's such mm -hmm. a such a weird team, and every single time, especially see, you know betting on them to cover uh, and watching their games, the second half, like you alluded to, like I think Sue Bird had like three straight turnovers last game um, yep. against the Dream. They almost blew that uh, minus six. I think it was like when I got it, but I think it was minus seven mm -hmm. and a half. Uh, could easily lost that one. Their, their fourth quarter point differential is minus 48. Um, that's just, uh, that's a nightmare for people who like want to bet on them. Um, mm -hmm. And with a, you know, everyone calls it the best crowd in, in the WNBA. It's like, cannot be doing that, but I'd like to give them some credit with the injuries. Like we said, uh, as you met, uh, Magdagor has been phenomenal. I want to make sure mm -hmm. I get that name right. Uh, she's also on yeah. my fantasy team. Um, <laughs> but they they just have not been able to get Jill Lloyd going until, you know, very recently. I mean, she was mm -hmm. shooting, I, I think, sub 30% uh, from three through, like, a six-game stretch. And when you don't have Stewie, like, that's your main option. And if she's not hitting... Uh, it's going to be tough to win. But uh, we talked about on the Spread the Floor show, Gabby Williams defensively is... An absolute game changer. She's uh, mm -hmm. the second time Ryan Howard's been held without a three all year. She uh, she locked up Ryan Howard for the majority of that game. Uh, so I expect I expect it to be a little higher scoring than you know the lowest score of the season. I think it was a uh, one nineteen total uh, between these teams when they last played. But uh, there was no Sue Bird, no Ezzy. Uh, you would think the Wings would. Uh, I don't know if they'll be favored, but would have a good chance to cover like plus four and a half um, at home, but they just, for some reason, that team is just so much better on the road. Uh, I don't know what they're, do you have that? On the road. Let's see. You got me. Did you hear me say they were better on the yeah. road? Yeah. They're, they're road dogs for sure. And they were, they were that yeah. way last season as well. Um, ATS as a dog this season, Dallas six and two against the spread. I think uh, I think they've been dogs in seven uh, road games, mm -hmm. six and one against the spread on the road. Um, I think they won outright, right? I think their record is six and one on the road. It's like it's ridiculous yeah. how how weird this team is at home. So, uh, but granted, they haven't played too many games at home. It's 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 a hard one to handicap. Um, I I also think the Storm don't shoot uh, under. 
17.2% from three last game. Uh, there was only a combined 19 free this throw attempts. This is a attempts. bounce back spot for them, if you will. I, I think I've lost two storm overs this season, and I'm just about fed up with them. <sighs> yeah, I know that feeling. Well, that's why I never want to bet a fever game again, but here I am, like, so excited <laughs> about the Liberty. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, the total was under uh, one, got down to 148 for that Atlanta game, uh, just based on these. Seattle total so I'm not sure what the line is going to be at all but uh, I do expect there to be some regression on scoring probably some more free throws compared to 19 that's just mind-blowing to me Uh, especially as someone who bets a lot of unders and sees how many die with these crazy fouls that are called so it's tough I'm glad I'm glad you like the unders because I like the unders as well. I might look under in this game, honestly, if if because I think the total is going to reflect something that they're expecting a little bit better performance out of, and and of course this is going to be the game where Enrique scores like nine threes. So let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, Mystics and Links. Do we know if Elena Deladon is going for this game? Uh, last I heard from Mystics PR, she's still questionable. They should have an update. Um, they usually provide it around this time in the afternoon, but. Uh, and we talked about them earlier, super high ceiling when she's there. But uh, then again, you're, you've got a team that ranks 10th in, uh, defensively in three-point field goal percentage in, in the links. Uh, defensively, that team is just a nightmare. They gave up uh, 86 to, uh, to the Liberty the other night. So um, when I have that team total under, uh, last. I want the Mystics here. I don't even care. I don't care what the spread is. And I think wait until you have the EDD news because you'll get the best number after she's ruled out. But if she's ruled in, then you might have issues. So, yeah, I mean, I I think they're probably going to set it around around uh, seven and a half. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, and I love the fact that the the Mystics haven't covered in three straight. That just makes it even better for me. Um, Yep. Is that they're eight and five overall against the spread? yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they they are absolutely due. Um, there's no reason they shouldn't have covered last game, but, you know, uh, thankfully, um, as someone who bet live, I mean, I know you always tweet about live bets too. They're, they're so phenomenal. It's my most profitable. It's by far. That's what I try to, and I try to help people who listen to the pod with like, look for these moments, right? Look for these moments to get these. And, um, we love to talk pre-flop, but you just get such better value sometimes live. Mm -hmm. Also speaking of, of ahead of the game, Washington three and 10 to the under. Are you yeah. looking at an under in this game as well, especially yeah. given the Lynx I mean, I, situation? I, I bet uh, I bet on the over at 154 for the last game against the, the Sky because, I mean, a lot of times when these teams have back-to-back, you expect some regression, but uh, 154 was just way too low. Mm-hmm. It is it is crazy that, you know, I, I can think the Wings, when the Wings beat them, when they were like, 10-point dogs was the only other game that went over besides these Sky games with the Mystics. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that's exactly what we're going to see. The Mystics' defense is just tough. Uh, And and their bench is deep, too, with it. So um, this is weird to say, but I think the defense might be better without Elena Deladon. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I I should do some Well, Coach T knows that's what they have going for. (laughs) Gosh. Um, I mean, he's missed some games, and they're still going under. uh, But... Yeah, I mean, the under is probably still the play, but I, I assume uh, with getting, that trend, the low. line is going to be low. Yeah. So yeah. Um, anything under like 150, 157, I think I feel comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, I'd, I'd kind of wait. Also, uh, hat tip to Calvin Wetzel. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've also seen this trend. Uh, we follow it, but anytime there's a first quarter over, the second quarter under is hitting probably close to like a 75% of the time. Um, I've, I've keep... noticed this, but I haven't bet it. Okay, I've been I've been tweeting out anytime it's second quarter under time. Um, <laughs> it was definitely second quarter under time last game with the uh, Mystics. They are definitely a super low scoring team in second quarters. Uh, so we'll look for that again tomorrow. That's I love that. That's actually probably the best bet for that game at this point. Uh, no, we also I, have Dream and Mercury to wrap things up on Friday night, which is unfortunate. But maybe it's because it's Friday night, so everyone's going to have like actual plans. But this is not the game that I am dying to watch, I'll say, to be nice. The Dream are 12th in offensive rating. The Mercury are 7th, but the Mercury have, I mean, it's been really tough for them right now, especially missing Brittany Griner. So uh, what do you think we're going to see in this one? Uh, you got two teams on the opposite end of the spectrum defensively, though. Uh, Atlanta mm -hmm. is the best defense in the WNBA, which is crazy. Crazy. I mean, um, which shows you how bad their offense has to be for them to be losing by so much still. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about the, the dreams defense being so good. Yeah, no, I know. I'm saying the dream have been losing games despite the fact oh. that their defense is so good. Their defense yeah. is the first in the league. And that just tells you how bad their offense must be. Yeah, I mean, it, they they live and die with, obviously, Ryan Howard. Um, mm -hmm. and, I mean, they're going to get uh, Tiffany Hayes back at some point. I have not heard if she's uh, back for this game. I assume she's not because they probably wouldn't make her travel uh, on the road uh, for, I think, one game before they head home. Uh, Erica Wheeler did go out in that game against uh, Seattle, um, and she has been incredible defensively. Um, I think in, in defensive win shares and player defensive rating, she ranks in the 94th percentile. Uh, I mean, Skylar Diggins-Smith was held uh, like two for 12 in the last game against the Dream. They lost, uh, what, 82 to 54. So are the the Mercury going to score 54 points again? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> they might give up 82 again. Um, mm -hmm. This is the worst defensive team in the league, so complete opposite you know, end of the spectrum. They're giving up uh, a league-worst 1.14 points per shot attempt, um, league-worst uh, effective field goal percentage, league-worst points per play at 0.95. I, it's like, you know, anytime you're on offense, basically you're scoring against this Mercury team. It's, it's that bad. Uh, but also, I think Diana got thrown out of this last game. Mm, um, which worked out, actually. They found yeah. Tina Charles again. <laughs> I, I mean, people forget how good Tina Charles was last year. I'm surprised she's not getting more touches. Um, it is such – it's hard because, like, I, I I, think Phoenix is going to turn around again at some point. But uh, obviously still have the, you know, the new coach who's learning things. They are they played with Brittany Griner for so many years who, you know, we definitely all miss her, bring her back. But, uh, you know – Losing a piece that was such a core part of uh, your team for so many years and someone you depend on, uh, for her not to be there on both sides of the ball is is tough to to kind of adjust. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, I mean I think I think the bookmakers are going to make Phoenix favorites. Um, mm -hmm. Do I do I uh, do I love it? Don't I've, I, have I don't no think I don't think there's hard. anything I want to bet on this game yeah. because I lean over because I think that so, Atlanta defense is going to make this number be a little bit lower and maybe it might actually be bettable to bet an over. But I did that in their last game and we saw how that played out for them. So I think this one's uh, really a stay off and this is very much a live if you see a situation live. Oh, uh, for sure. Um, I thought I tweeted out the under. You should have saw that for that Seattle game. 
Um, I, I mean, or at least I talked about it on the show. Uh, just Gabby Williams guarding Ryan was, was the move. Um, but gosh, yeah. I mean, I, I could, the Mercury could get blown out at home. I have, I have mm-hmm. no idea. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. Just wait live and uh, go out and do something fun. Still watch the game if you can. <laughs> Instead. Still watch the game if you can. All for sport in the league. But uh, yeah, grow the game. <laughs> much, much better. There's better games. ones on. Yes. There's better ones on earlier in the day. And there's a really good one Saturday. So before we let you go, really yes. quick, just quick thoughts. Aces or Sparks? Uh, the Aces are going to lay a huge number here. Would you Would you lay it with the Aces here? Oh my God. Uh, you know, I'm 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 selfishly you know rooting for like that post bump of a. Uh, firing a coach i mean uh Derek fisher out with yeah. the sparks yep you were on fire it's the first game without him so we've seen a lot of teams in all sports kind of like kind of rally around that that assistant coach who gets uh you know promoted in the interim mm-hmm. but the the things that the aces are the best at the uh sparks are the worst at um yep <laughs> it's a horrible matchup for him it really is and i mean you're talking about a team that leads the league in three-point attempts and three-point percentage uh going up against the the worst team at guarding the three. Uh, the team that gives up the most free throws is playing the Aces, who get the most free throw attempts for a game. Uh, I don't even know if Jackie Young is playing yet, but uh, I did hear that she was participating in practice, had like an ankle wrap on. Mm-hmm. I would assume uh, if she's questionable, the line will be kind of lower. Um mm-hmm just because of uh, how big of a factor she's been, and I will still lay it. Um, this will be the only time I don't go with that coach firing uh, bump. Uh, I also love the over here. The Sparks cannot guard oh, yeah. anybody. Give me the over for this game. Um, I, think it'll, I think the last time they played was at like 171 maybe, but uh, you know, I'm hoping it's like right at like 168, 169, but uh, Aces could score potentially 100 points per game fastest team in the league everything about the aces i love um Mm -hmm. especially kelsey plum yeah well i'm gonna be rooting for a big kelsey plum game for you i hope i get to see her saturday i gotta pick up some tickets here um but thank you to daniel mattia you can find him on twitter at dr mattia he's a WNBA raider content supporter all everything so if you want to find him that's where you can find him thanks so much daniel thanks for having me on and thank you for listening to the los angeles city cast remember new shows monday wednesday friday so we'll see you back here on monday with more los angeles action